From In Wheel Time, this is the Car Review of the Week, an in-depth look into the latest rides by the award-winning experts at In Wheel Time. Here's Mike Mars. A time now for this hour's Car Review. Mr. Mars got a chance to drive the 2019 Ford Mustang GT. Oh, boy. Yeah, well... That was the same Mustang GT that I was supposed to have a month earlier, mm-hmm. but guess what? Somebody wrecked it. Somebody wrecked it. So, uh, it, it no, it wasn't him. It was another journalist uh, that got it out of the press fleet. So whoever that was, thanks a lot. Let me just say. Did they fix the tires on it before you got it? Ken put a new set of tires on the back of it oh, before God, he sent yeah. it down. And you burn them and off. I did my best to make up for you not being able to drive it. Thanks. I drove it for both of us. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. You know, it's just my luck. <laughs> it's kind of like women. I'm not going there. What Boy. we're talking about, we're going to talk about the <laughs> original pony car. I mean, this is the one that really started it all back in 64 and a half and kind of led to a lot of the things that car enthusiasts have uh, have really enjoyed over the years now theoretically this thing seats four people now okay. i'm going to say that that's that's got to be some sort of government regulation you know, I think what they should do between, to... between the mustang and the camaro they should really have a rear seat delete option yeah. kind of like they did back in the day with the uh, radio delete oh, yeah, and the yeah. heater delete mm-hmm. yeah just uh, saying you might as well because shelby did my my 12 year old granddaughters won't get back there it's just too small but anyway so for 2019, they've kind of made things. They've done it over the last few years. They made it more aggressive in the aerodynamics. Got active grill shutters on it. A lot of the things that technology has provided to help with the performance and the EPA and, and get fuel economy up. But it's still a hot rod. So it's got a blacked out grill. Got LED headlights and fog lights. Got the sequential rear turn signals that Mustangs have been doing for years. It's one of the best things they ever did. The only thing better is the Cougar, mainly because it had a bigger light on it. Brembo brakes, all the kind of performance things you want. Now, what we had was the Performance Package 2. Now, what this did, put 19 by 10-inch wheels up front, 19 by 11s on the rear with the 305 30R19 Performance Tires from Michelin. And Those are huge. They're, they're monster meats, but the thing that we found interesting is the way they're designed, the outside half is slick. They, Yeah. There's no, there's, there's we no, know. no tread there. We yes, used to call them cheater slicks. Well, kind of like that. So, uh, so that was from the factory. The other thing that I thought was really cool, it's got a unique rear spoiler. It's got an active performance exhaust. So whenever you switch the drive mode to the track or the drag strip, it really enhances that exhaust. I wonder I mean, if we could all, awesome. I, I'm wondering if we could adjust that. So whenever you get it anywhere near half throttle, then it automatically kicks that performance sound oh uh, they have they have kits where you can buy that's what uh, remote doing. and you can click it off it's cutouts is what it is <laughs> Thank we, you. we grew yeah. up with it no cutouts, cutouts. <laughs> that would be cool but it still maintains that long sleek hood and the fastback look and the short trunk that you know you know that this is a mustang now when you get in inside we had the recaro cloth sport seats up front like them you loved them they were nice they were uh heated used the heater a lot now the rear seats on this they were split folding and so, you know, they fold down again. I, you're not going to put an adult back there that I know of. So we also had up front the 8-inch touchscreen for the Sync 3. This has gotten a lot better than the Sync 2 ever was. Or Sync 1. Or who? I don't even know if that one counts. But I, I, I think the touchscreen still needs a little refinement. I found like sometimes I had to tap things a couple of times to get it to kick in. But whenever it did, it was very responsive. So um, 
And then it had the smaller screen in between the, the tack and the speedometer, and that's where you had your drive modes and some of the other driver information that was really cool. You had the normal track drag strip, and I found it interesting. They have a track setting and a drag strip setting, and then a mud and sand. So I'm not really sure. I just ran in the drag strip mode most of the time. But you get into the trunk. You can put a few things back there. It's got 13.5 cubic feet back there, unless it's convertible, and you lose some of that because of the top. But ours was a 13.5, so you can actually put stuff in there. Uh, some suitcases, some small things like that. And if you look under the hood, the base engine now is a 2.4 liter inline four, 310 horsepower. EcoBoost. Yeah. But why buy a Mustang with a four-cylinder? I'm just, 300 horses is more than enough, I understand, but you don't get the same feel out of it as you do with the 5.0 liter V8 that we had with 460 horsepower, 20 horsepower, I mean, brake pounds per foot. At 42 RPM, so you still got to wind it up a little bit, but when you do, it's really nice. We had the six-speed manual gearbox instead of the 10-speed automatic that is available. Um, I'm not sure why you would get the, the automatic, but, you know, you could. EPA says in the city you should be looking for about 15 miles per gallon. Now on Highway 25 combined, you're looking at 18. I <clears throat> drove this for Don, and uh, I got about 16 for my average for the week. Yeah. And the thing I really liked about driving it, it is a Mustang. And the manual gearbox is part of that experience. And the exhaust, the Mustang to me has always had a unique exhaust sound to it, particularly when you step off in it. And this has that. And as far as the ride and handling goes, the, the handling was great. I mean, this is very track-like handling. But I will tell you, you kick it into the track mode, this thing gets stiff. In fact, it gets harsh because it's thinking you're on a track. You're looking for something to compare it to? Did Becky ride with you? Mm, once. Yeah. And she said once. that's enough? Yes. Ah! <laughs> that's it. That, that was it. Uh, it was. Uh, anyway. I had to show her. The, to me, the I had to show her how it works from the one-two shift. But uh-huh. anyway. So if you're looking for something to compare it to, uh, you're going to look at the Chevy Camaro. You're going to look at the Dodge Challenger, which I'll note is the only one that you can actually put an adult in the rear seat. And you could actually even look off into the BMW 4 Series if you want to bring something else into it. So the base price on our Mustang GT, you can get one as cheap as $35,095. But ours, here we go, with a few options on it, including the performance package to tires, all that stuff, pushed it up to $45,390 for a 460-horsepower car that you could literally drive it across the country. See and hear other weekly reviews from the award-winning experts at In Wheel Time.